Hey guys, what's up? It's the Awkward Dreadhead and I got the beautiful VV Fierce on the line. How are you doing today, girl? Hey, I'm doing great. Um, just kind of recovering from a little sniffle, if you can't tell. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're, I think we're all kind of like getting over something. <laughs> For real. If it's not COVID, it's the elections. If it's not the elections, it's some type of seasonal illness that we're getting they're going through exactly i'm walking around like am i dying of covid or is this just the flu i can't tell anymore <laughs> yeah i just you know if people make me upset i just cough on them and you know i don't even cuss them out anymore what's but, the point <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so I, I guess like okay so what would you consider yourself like would you consider yourself like a an instagram model and an only fans model like what would you kind of consider yourself um, realistically, I consider myself a content creator, just simple as that. I don't really consider myself, um, like in the professional realm, I don't consider myself all those titles only because I know it takes a lot of hard work to get to those titles. And right now I am just on the, kind of at the beginning swing of, especially like with creating more adult content, but, um, it's just... I would, I've always considered myself an influencer, uh, a, a model, a plus size model, things like that. But I usually keep that to myself only because I'm just like, I know that realistically, those types of titles are given to people who get the contracts, do all those. So that's kind of the mindset that I kind of keep while doing this kind of stuff. So like on your OnlyFans, like, like, do you... Like, okay, so what do you do? I'm like, I'm, okay, I'm not gonna lie. I'm very interested in knowing, like, what do you do on your on your OnlyFans? You know, a lot of guys, I don't know too many guys that, like, you know, you know, get, like, or subscribe to someone's OnlyFans, but, like, like the two guys that I've met, they've been like, well, it's just, it's just, they just take their clothes off and that's it. Like, is that, like, kind of, like, what you do on your OnlyFans? It really depends. For me, personally, um, I'll just be very honest. Like, I know that there's plenty of, uh, like, people out there on their OnlyFans that put out so much content. And I will say that I am on, like, the lighter side where I post more, like, photo sets. Sometimes, like, I'll post uh, things like masturbation videos. I'll post topless things. Um, I'll talk to people. Basically, what I've learned from OnlyFans is that, like, yes, there's a bunch of people online taking their clothes off for money this that and the third but i've realized that people who subscribe tend to subscribe because they like me personally or they like the the content creator personally like a little bit like they have a crush on them that's what i've noticed with uh, a lot of my followers it's people who are actively seeking a person who is like me so it's like that's why i've never really kind of like bothered about worrying about it too much because i've noticed that people who want a bigger trans uh person of color type thing you know where to find me and i just uh i just make myself known and then i just go with it but that's kind of my content right now but i kind of want to go into uh incorporating uh other people creating more uh scenes where like i've had a lot of requests for guys asking for me to have full-on sex with uh, someone or whatever. And so, so now you don't, right, like right now you don't have sex on your own. No, right now I don't just because whenever COVID hit and stuff, 
uh, I had to get a vanilla job, basically just uh, a regular nine to five type job. And that kind of took away my attention for the past few months. That's the only reason why I don't make uh, content with others. Like you'll find a, a blowjob video here or there within it, but I'm just like nothing really past that just because uh, with everything going on right now, it's just kind of like hard to get those people in and get people that are like trustworthy who aren't sick, so forth and and which. So it's just a so, confusing process. So is it like with do you do you are you with like guys and like would you do like guys and girls or is it just mainly guys? Me personally, I don't have a label for my sexuality personally because um literally on Twitter they were just talking about bisexuality, pansexuality, all these things. And realistically, at the end of the day, I just like who I like. So I'll make content with men, women. In the future, I plan on making content with both. I plan on making content with other trans people. I plan on making content with non-binary people. It just uh, it just really depends on the chemistry with the person, in my opinion, and what we want to do on film. Basically, that's what boils it down to if I'll, if I would work with someone. So like, or would you? Are you like, are you like? So, I guess. Well, I guess. Well, I'm. Well, I don't even know how to how they even approach this. Like, do you do you fuck or do they fuck or like you know like how? That's how, a how, that's how, honestly a great question, and I will say me personally because it really depends on the trans person. Uh, I am. Wait, wait. So you're saying that if you did if you did it with someone, it would be a trans person? Uh, it would it it would just be whoever. Uh, oh. It was basically, but what I'm meaning more like, I'm not the type to penetrate someone during sex, and um, just because I have been on hormones, I do plan on going forward with like my own surgeries and stuff, and so like currently, I don't really do much besides maybe like jack off videos and like a lot more anal play videos, stuff like that. You should definitely have more full-on sex videos honestly I, I i get that a lot and i agree it's also i'm super picky about the partner because um working with other content creators can kind of get shifty because uh recently there's just been a lot of scandals behind people who are like uh well-known content creators so you just got to be careful about who you invite into your space, who you work with, and just to make sure that you don't get scammed, hurt, or anything like that. And that's what keeps me away from scenes with other people right now. But I definitely want to get into more scenes. I definitely, uh, I have a whole list of like women, like from friends to people I've met online and stuff that I, that I would work with. With men, it's a little bit trickier. I really care for right now, the biggest thing that I look for is dick size and having a decently cute face just because like, it really doesn't matter what the body type is that's pounding away as long as it's got like nine inches plus dangling off of it. Yeah, that's basically all that matters. Plus, since I'm a bigger, I'm a bigger girl, I actually want to feel it during it. So yeah, I'm like, I could probably do a scene with someone who is like five inches, six inches, but I'll be honest, they're they're not gonna be hitting nothing and it will be pure acting on my end. <laughs> okay. Well, I am curious like what kind of messages you get in your DMs, like like 
Like, what kind of, like, messages, like, do you, like, like, what's the craziest message you've gotten? Oh, they range from all over the place. I've gotten people who wanted to do meetups. I've had people who sit there and in detail describe everything that they're doing to themselves. Um, I've had, I've even had someone ask for a date before and all that. And I'm just, like, at the end of the day, I kind of just keep it uh, professional with these people. But... I'm like, the, but the craziest I would say off the top of my head was, um, it was, oh, it was someone that messaged me that said that they knew me from high school. And I just responded, cause at first I was like, okay, you're, you're kind of being petty or whatever. But then I realized I was just like, you know what? Even if you are from my high school, just enjoy the show. If you feel like you need to run your mouth to, people we used to go to high school with cool but that was the weirdest one that one was yeah that's saying that's kind of that's kind of scary it, it is I mean, did but you, did you investigate did you like investigate at all to see if it was true not really just because um i'm not worried about things to be honest like my mom my like my my mom knows what i do and stuff like that my immediate family knows what i do and stuff like that so um I'm not really ashamed of anything like that. So I, I'm i not worried. I'm not someone who's worried about ever being like exposed or anything, but it does happen and people kind of are crazy. So you just gotta be careful. Yeah, okay, I, I get that, I get that. So would you would you consider yourself a part of like the, the body positive movement? I would only because um, if you are living confidently while different, you're in the body positive move, movement, regardless. So, me being a bigger person, also being uh, like trans and stuff, all and all that, I'm like body being positive about my body is something that um, I've just had to learn, and it is a slow process. But um, you just learn to dig yourself, I guess. <laughs> So, so what do you say to, there's like a lot of people that obviously have an issue with the body positive movement and stuff like that. Like, like, what do you say to people that have an issue with women who display their bodies and encourage, or what they feel is encouraging unhealthy lifestyle? Now, if you don't want us parading around in bikinis and whatnot, that is a personal opinion. Like you either need to put rub sand in your eyes or something or look away. But the living unhealthy part, I can only understand to a, to a little extent because um, it, it would be a problem if we did promote super unhealthy lifestyles. But most people who are out there who are bigger and out there living like Lizzo and uh, like Tess Holiday and stuff like that, they don't live unhealth, unhealthy lives. It's just people will see them in their Snapchats eating a pizza, like a slice of pizza or eating an ice cream cone. And they'll just be like, see, this is why it's bad because they're promoting. And I'm like, at the end of the day, the body positivity movement is just promoting loving yourself within your body. It doesn't like no one. I'm like the health thing. I'm like, worry about your own health. Let people worry about their own health. I'm just like. We all know deep down that the body positivity movement isn't about making kids fat, about making people want to be fat. It's about making people who are fat just let them know that they can love themselves and they can be accepted. That's it. That's just 
And same with like people who are like disabled and like possibly missing limbs or this, that, and the third. I'm like, that's the whole thing about the positivity movement. It's like, we're not sitting here uh, advocating for people to like chop their arms off. No, we're just advocating that like we accept people and love them and give them a space within society. And that's it. That's, that's how so, I, so I, I, I agree. I agree with, I don't follow like Tess or Lizzo, but like, I've seen like, uh, I've seen like stuff where they, where they're like working out. I've seen Lizzo, like there's been like something like an Instagram post somewhere that where she was, uh, working out and her, her Tess was working out whatever like that. But what about the, I guess, I guess where it gets misconstrued is where is when there are women who parade around, who parade around, and they don't show that like it's it's like they're encouraging women to or or even younger girls to get fat. Like they don't they don't talk about or they don't show the uh, they don't show like the exercising or the eating healthy or the whatever the case. They just show them parading around. Um, in scantily clothes, thinking, "Hey, it's okay. It's okay to you know just to continue living unhealthy or whatever the case may be." How do you feel about people that have that that notion of thought? My first question would be, I'm like, do y'all have the same mindset for Kylie Jenner and other celebrities who are thin? I'm like, we don't sit there and look at their workout regimens 24 seven and everyone goes about their day yet make it a big person and now we all have to know so i'm just like my whole thought process goes back to like people learning how to mind their business in certain aspects because that that, that's true people because i'll be very honest i'm like if i blow up and i become an icon or famous or whatever i'm like i'll be dead i'll be dead ass i'm not i'm not with the stuff i'm not faking nothing i'm not about to sit there and pound it out at the gym the only pounding out that i'm doing at the gym is with the trainer for an only fans video that's to be quite clear so i'm just like for people to have to constantly show that they're working out eating healthy and stuff i'm like that's so unrealistic i'm like that's people's personal business so i'm just like just leave it at that i'm like I look at Lizzo and all these other people and I'm just like, I appreciate that they can be out there and put themselves forward and stuff while they're constantly being critiqued and stuff. I'm like, it's the same comments that that we see on their uh, posts are the same comments that will get thrown into my DMs. People like me. I'm just like, and that's why it's so, it's so much of an issue for people like us. I'm just like, it's like those things that are being said about us aren't true. I'm like, fat people aren't unlovable. We're not unattractive. I'm like, uh, I'm like, honestly, I know that like, I'm not unattractive. I'm doing pretty decent. So I'm just like, but I'm like, whenever it comes to it, I just get confused to why people care so much about what bigger people are doing. That might be actually true. Like, yeah, like why? I, I, I agree with that. Like, you know, it, it, it could be a conversational point, but yeah, like, you know, yeah, you're, you're right. Why do people care who you sleep with or how big you are or what? I think one person did mention to me that they don't want, like, they don't want their daughter or their son to be, to let 
They don't want their son to feel like it's okay to just not be healthy. For him to see that and be like, oh, Lizzo's uh, or whatever big person model is, you know, looking good, you know, and, you know, being whatever on um, Instagram. So, you know what? I'm going to be that on Instagram. So I think that's, I mean, I think when it comes to kids, I think that's what people kind of jump out at. I don't think, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, at least not for me. I don't know that any grown adult should be worrying about shit like that. Agreed. And I will also say that anything that has to do with children falls on the parents in my honest humble opinion no one is um no one's your your child's parent besides uh them um i'm just like these celebrities aren't your aren't the parents these politicians aren't parents uh sex workers we're not parents unless we have our own kids i'm just like focus on raising your children teaching them healthy habits and you won't have a fat kid on your hands. But then at the same time, the the whole point of the whole body, body, body positivity movement is if you happen to find yourself as overweight or obese or whatever, you can learn to love yourself and you don't have to hate yourself. Because I'll just be honest, I've tried hating myself uh, with dieting and all the diets fail. I will say that like, no diet that has been fueled by hate and hating myself has ever worked out. But the ones where I feel loved and supported by my friends and family, those are the diets that will usually stick with me. And that's the same thing I recommend for kids and other people. Gotcha. Gotcha. Nicely said. Um, one question that was sent to me, well, there were a couple questions, but I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask this one. And then maybe maybe we can get to like the weird okay. questions. But uh, this question was sent in to me. It was, why do women find taking sexually explicit or scantily photos empowering? I can say that the okay. I actually have a great example of this. I have a friend uh, that I went to college with, and she is more of the of the frumpy kind. Uh, short, uh, like a little bit lumpy around the body area. In my vision, she's perfect. Uh, but in society's uh, vision, they 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 crap on people like that. And I remember uh, talking to her one day, and she told me that she signed up for a uh, a boudoir photo shoot for her husband. Uh, she was like, I'm, I'm excited, like I'm nervous. She did the shoot and she came back to me and she was like, I felt so empowered, sexy. I just haven't felt like this in a while. And that's what, that's what it is. I'm just like, a lot of women go through life not feeling sexy, beautiful, whatever. And I will be quite honest, other women and other men and parents and stuff do not make it easy to love oneself. So I understand where I'm just like, you see yourself every day in these in the same clothes. If it's not your work uniform, it's your clothes that you wear over every week. And I'm just like, for women, sometimes stripping that all off, seeing like just what nature gave you and being okay with it and having a photographer who is sitting there supporting you and like helping you like feel comfortable and confident. I'm just like, and that right there is what makes it worth it. 
And why do you think? Well, I guess I've actually I've never thought about that, thought about it like that. But I I have always wondered, like, for a guy, a guy, you know, a guy is not gonna like, you know, take his clothes off, take pictures, and say, oh, I feel sexy now. So I guess I guess I, I guess I've you know, it's an interesting question. Why why does it why does it take a, for a girl to take like why does it take for a girl to take her clothes off to feel empowered or for, to feel sexy like see this is how I look at it I can kind of tell that when people ask these questions and like wonder they're looking at it they're looking in from a little bit more of a judgmental standpoint of why do you have to take your clothes off to feel sexy why do you have to do this blah 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 and at the end of the day I'm just like the natural bodies that we have that we're given especially women are literally picked apart to every yeah, aspect from yeah, I agree I, I from stretch agree marks from fat from anything I'm like Lady Gaga for example did the Super Bowl had a little bit of loose skin that was talked about I'm just like for instance um, some more things I'm just like um, I know right now I had a friend who is also a sex worker tweet out a, a few months ago about their stretch marks and how they were worried that uh, their stretch marks getting darker and stuff is going to affect their sales, which it did not. And I'm just like, at the end of the day, those things about the natural body get picked apart so much. And most, and I, I'm like, men feel like crap too about their bodies. And I, like, I'm not saying that they don't, but I'm just like, women feel like crap a lot even like the most beautiful supermodel-esque women feel like crap about their bodies because the natural body is just looked so down on that like when you're in a setting where someone is appreciating your body taking photos for you you're dressed not like in like a cute lingerie thing or you're nude and i'm just like and you're just appreciating your natural body that is what it's about and i have seen men who who will like go work out a little bit and stuff to get shirtless and like go check out their muscles and stuff. And I'm like, same thing. I'm like, you're appreciating your body and that's all that needs to be done. And I'm I just- think, I think like, I, I do I do agree with that. I do agree that women's, women are very, are picked apart physically. I think like there was a, there was this, <laughs> there was this woman, she was on, she was on Instagram and I, a couple of my friends were scrolling and they and this woman she was like an interior designer or whatever like that and they were like looking at her stuff and they were like man she's not attractive enough i'm not gonna they said it jokingly but i think that they were kind of honest that they're being serious about uh, she's not really attractive i'm not really gonna like look at the rest of her stuff and i i think that that goes without saying to a lot of even women on tv like some women like like i know some TV TV um, um, producers won't cast a woman if she's not pretty enough. You know what I mean? Or she's not like, she doesn't have like the right body. One of my uh, favorite so, uh, YouTubers actually got a part in a TV show that she opened up about and uh, she did not, they did not call her, message her back or anything when they found out that she was six feet. Yeah. Six feet tall. So, I'm just like even I'm like even the height, everything. I'm just like we lose opportunities 
because of it. And I'm just like, and I'm just like, some of these things really don't matter. And I'm just like, and some of these things are actually really like beautiful and stuff. And that's the thing that gets me is that, um, like you said about the body positivity movement being like how it could possibly like be looked at wrong. I'm like in France, they literally banned uh, super skinny models from walking the runway because anorexia runs, runs rampant over there. And I'm just like, but no one wanted to talk about that because they're skinny and they're pretty and they're fuckable. And that's all that's, that's all that a lot of people care about. And that's the issue that I see with this whole thing. I'm just like, if we're going to be real, I'm like the body positivity movement accepts everyone of all sizes from size zero to size 50. I'm just like, that's just what it is. So out of curiosity, this, this, this is another question that was sent to me. Like, so what is it about, about women choosing sex work as a profession? Um, like, why do you think, I mean, obviously you can't answer for all women, but why, like, why do you think you, most women do it or mostly like, uh, you know, sex worker friends you might know, like, why did you choose it? Like, why do you think like a lot of women are, I have a, a decent answer it? for that, honestly. Um, I've actually talked to quite a few friends and from my own personal experience, I will start with that is, um, you get to make your own hours. It's a lot more of control in a world that really does take away control from people. Uh, the money-making uh, opportunities are kind of uh, uh, unlimited. I'm just like, you can either make five bucks or you can make enough to get a whole house in Hollywood if you do well enough. I'm just like, um, a friend of mine, she deals with a lot of mental disorders and anxiety and stuff, and sex work uh, makes it to where uh, she can make money without having to constantly uh, be out in like those nine to five jobs that literally put you out in uniforms, make you stand for 10 hours and like make force you to interact with people that you might not want to interact with. I'm just like, I've had a job as a server where I've been forced to take tables I didn't want. And in sex work, I can literally look at a client and say no. I can say no. You can you can have $500, $1,000 on the table and I can say no thank you and I can walk out and it's all it, that's all me that's and that's what I think people like about sex work is that you are you are your own boss I'm just like you don't have to answer to someone I'm like a lot of people deal with mental disorders depression and stuff like that and regular jobs don't want to hear it they don't care but at least sex work I'm like you care about yourself so you take care of yourself and that's what it is I think that's what attract so many people to it to be honest it's not just about taking off your clothes and making money and teasing men and, and shit like that it's basically about finding financial freedom it's an interesting it's an interesting thing because i've 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 always wondered like you know like why uh women women go into sex work Versus, like, actually, I think we talked about on our, maybe at the last episode, but, like, a couple episodes ago, I think we talked about, like, or we tried to figure out why women do it, do do a lot of women do it because, you know, like, they're, like, they just want but, to feel empowered. But did y'all bring up the history, sexy, the long history want. of just life about how women having to be uh, the, pe the person that marries other families to keep power? 
throughout history. I'm like in England and other countries. I'm like marriage is always used to uh, exchange and gain power. It was always in the young woman's uh, hands to make sure she was pretty enough, attractive enough, because apparently women couldn't do regular jobs, but all they could do was marry and have children and stuff. And I'm just like, so yes, that does go into our society today because I'm like, people can deny like the pay gap and like, like uh, things like uh, gender inequalities at like workplaces and stuff like that. But the lack of representation and the lack of men wanting to create space for women means that women go and do the things that they can do the best. I'm just like, well, so wait, wait. I want, okay. I want to stay on that. I, I, I personally, I personally have my have a different opinion on the pay wage gap. But so you're saying that the reason why a lot of women go into sex work is because men aren't letting them in, um, aren't letting them in spaces like high, you know, executive. It's positions not just high executive like positions. It's things like the STEM, uh, like STEM classes that focus on computer science stuff like that. Those are the types of uh, jobs that can also uh, really become male dominated, not because men are better at it. It's just because they got the opportunity. They dominated the field. And I kind of can see how men. But who, but wait, who's stopping women from going to those, to go from, for going well, to those classes? Well, that's the thing. We, we, like jobs. women can go to the classes all they want. You can take whatever classes you want in this world whenever you pay. But guess what? Whenever you apply for the job, doesn't mean you'll get the job. And me coming from a place where in Arkansas and living in Florida, where these are two states where it's right to work states where they can fire you for any reason. A job can fire you literally for any reason and not tell you why. I'm just like, you can't dismiss gender inequalities because like I've literally as a bigger person, like I have dealt with some of the weirdest stuff in interviews. Like once I didn't get a job because I sweat, I, I was sweating too much. I'm just like, those aren't things that normal people really deal with. Those are nitpicky things that people outside of the uh, norm get picked at and they get picked apart. Like with women. I. So you're saying, you're saying that you're saying that you should have got the I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm a little bit confused because it sounds like you're saying that, okay, so someone didn't hire you because they felt that you that mm-hmm. you sweat a lot, right? Or that you sweat a lot in the interview or whatever like it's- that. I, I, it, it might, I mean, I guess it might be a nitpicky thing, but like, I guess my issue when, um, when people bring up the pay wage gap is whenever I meet women in higher executive positions who are either engineers civil engineers lawyers judges there it it seems that the, the main factor that i see that that are different is that those women continue to keep on going like some if something stops if something if, if a wall gets in their way they break they break through that wall you know like it just seems like whenever i hear people talk about the pay wage gap it's something that it's something that may be like I mean, I don't know what you went to school for or anything, but like my sister went to school to, to be um, a lawyer. 
you know, and it, it took her 12 years to get where she's at, but she's a lawyer. My mom was an immigrant and she came here and she worked, she worked her ass off and she's, um, she, uh, she's a microbiologist. I just, I guess I just like, I, I completely understand that you probably go through a lot because you're transgender first off. So that might throw people off a little bit. I don't know, but like, I just see a difference from people, from women who are in certain positions versus some women who are not in those positions and say they're not in those positions because of- I will say this. Certain reasons. I agree. And I will say that like, it, it does not diminish what other women do. And like, of course you are right. The only thing you can do whenever you're met with um, inequality is to keep pushing forward to break the wall. But my main concern is why is there a wall to begin with? So I'm just so I'm just like, well, dude, life, so I get yeah. it that like, while let like your mom and like your sister are really hardworking, they push through it and stuff like that. I do I do believe that like I'm like some of the stuff that like women and uh, minorities do like the the years of work and stuff can get done by a white man in like half the time, if not uh, like f- a fourth of the time, because of their networking and like the connections and like stuff like that and i'm just like i think you're completely right i, I think you're when you're when you talk about white men and being them being able to do things faster i completely you can't. i completely understand i just i just feel like i just feel like we can't you know i don't think that we can blame put the full blame on anything like i'm not the type of person that puts full blame on a uh, gender gap or anything like that. Like, no, my whole thing is I notice these things. It's not about placing the blame and stuff like that, but I'm just like, it is true. I'm like, for instance, as uh, as a trans person, I got a job at a, um, I got a burger flipping job uh, during COVID because I just needed something quick. And let me tell you, I did the job fine and um, I, I literally, I do my work, I go home. Yet, I come into work three days later and a manager of mine comes up to me and she's like, I stalked you on Facebook. And she was like, and I found something. And I just remember looking at her and I was like, well, whether you agree or disagree, that has nothing to do with work. And then she was like, oh, I have no issue with it. Like, I was just like letting you know I support you, blah, 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 which was highly inappropriate for work. And then two... And then two, I find yeah, out I the rest of my coworkers are all talking shit about me because I'm trans. And the what made what tipped them off was because on my first day of work, for some reason they were they were talking political, and I literally just said I stood up for LGBT people, and that's it. And I stood up for it, and then I got claimed it. I think I think with you situation i think with your situation is a very unique situation because you're transgender and you you will have more issues to deal with so i i completely understand that i i guess when i when i'm speaking about women i just i it from from because from georgia to ohio the the women that i've met that, that that are in higher higher end positions there are women there are women that are very ambitious they, you know, they're very ambitious and they want to be in those positions versus See, but some women who are just That's the thing that gets me with, is why does ever like, and like, and this is something I've noticed just like 
being half black with my like my dad's side is the is the black side just something i've noticed is why do black people and why do people like women and stuff why do we have to be ex why do we have to live in excellence to get to get anything i'm just like what gets me is i'm like there's tons of people living in mediocrity who go far in this world around this world in all different countries yet for some reason i'm like in a lot of these places women are having to push even harder and that's where it kind of gets it i'm just like it doesn't matter like I am very glad that there's people out there in the world who are very ambitious and can go against the odds. But realistically, not every person is like that. And people deal with all sorts of stuff from mental to uh, medical issues and stuff. And I'm like, the world doesn't need to be as hard as people make it. This whole grind culture that we're on, in my humble opinion, is just tiring. And it really just sucks the fun out of literally everything. No, you're I'm like, you're right. You're if, I, I, you're you're right about that. I I'm totally into like the whole uh, a thousand bucks it, a month. Even if, if it you means have a that job, I have to sit there to and be some ex like some super talented person to live in this world, please take me out of it because personally, I think it's exhausting having to be like it's exhausting having to be perfect too pretty too smart to anything and i just think that like that's my biggest thing i'm like um as a as a as a bigger person i'm just like these i i've experienced like uh job uh discriminations in all aspects from being uh half black from being overweight to being um trans like i've i've li- i've literally been in situations where I could easily tell too because people aren't as smart as they think they are when they're talking to you. So I'm just like they make it very clear some of the reasons with the questions they ask. And that's what gets me is that like I know that like women and stuff are dealing with a lot of like BS behind the scenes that I just think that they shouldn't have to. That's just the stance I have. Hey, girl. Oh, hey, sorry about that. My phone glitched on me. No, you're fine. We had a nice conversation right there going. (laughs) I know, right? Yeah, so, okay. So, um, what we're going to do is uh, tell everyone where they can find your OnlyFans, your Instagram, your social media, all that stuff. Oh, okay, bet. Um, So, my OnlyFans, you can find that just by searching for TS, VV Fierce, all one word. Um, with my Twitter, the handle is at the real doll VV, and then the Instagram handle is at gorgeous plus life, all one word. I know that I could have made it simple by having just one tag around the whole <laughs> thing, but I don't like making it simple. <laughs> Out of curiosity, are you ever going to do like, uh, like porn like 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 being signed by a company like is that what your goal is or are you trying to like just kind of keep it independent um to be quite honest right now um it would be fun to like go in the big leagues as i call it and like go with like a porn industry like porn industry and uh go with a company and sign and stuff but i just know that like realistically the better money uh, can be done if you are 
by yourself individually because then you're not dealing with contracts and stuff. But I still know that you can still work with industry people if you become a well-known independent type. So that's really the goal is just to become so well-known that I can kind of like talk to these different uh, companies and brands that are in the porn industry and then work with them there instead of kind of having them try to bring me up because then that kind of makes me theirs. Okay. Okay, cool. So, all right, one more time, tell everybody your, um, your social media and everything like that. One more time, please. Okay. So you can find me on Instagram at gorgeous plus life, all one word. And then you can find me on Twitter at the real doll BB. And only because the twist, the Twitter account got, uh, suspended and I had to make a new one. And then you can find me on OnlyFans at TSVB Fierce, all one word. And that's how you see all this ass. <laughs> all right, girl, it was so awesome talking to you. I thought you I think you're very smart, very intellectual. So um, I wish you the best in everything you do, okay? Same. And thank you so much for having me on. It was really great to talk. Awesome, awesome. I'm gonna see you later, okay? Awesome, see ya. Bye.